Hey guys, welcome back to Falling Pies, episode six with Allie and Aaron. I'm Aaron. And I'm Allie. And uh, we, are, we are here today to talk about the question of what do people think about you? Do you care? Do you not? And should you care or should you not? This is a very topic near and dear to my heart. And mine, but the idea from this episode actually stems from something that Aaron and I have to deal with every single time we record this podcast. Not every time, but often. Often. Oh, yeah, often. The studio, well, okay. So we record our podcast in the studio at Winget University, like the recording. It's like a big green screen room with cameras and such. And there just happens to be like three random offices. Like literally one of them, the entrance is like in the studio. They have to go into the studio to get into their office. And luckily for us, the professor that <laughs> their their office is there hates our guts. <laughs> literally since the beginning of us coming here, hates us. Um, we, we probably started meeting in this room like a year ago mm-hmm. and to start working on documentary stuff. And I remember like the first day that we ran into her. I mean, I think it was we were having a conversation about. Okay, let me backtrack. All of you listeners know the type of conversations that Aaron and I have. They're very random. Sometimes they don't make much sense. So to us, they are important. Yeah, but to us, they like make a lot of sense. But we were sitting here messing with cameras, like getting ready to film something. And I start asking Aaron about like skincare. Because I don't. I don't skincare. Yeah, so we were having, and I feel like skincare is a pretty normal topic for people to talk about. I don't talk about it ever, but I have no, I mean, I I feel like that's a normal thing for college age people Mm -hmm. to to say. Yeah. So we were going back and forth talking about like how Aaron doesn't have a skincare routine and like how I have one and just... I mean, it wasn't that weird. Were you going kinda... through the specifics of your skin t- care routine? Apparently, I don't think so. It, it. I don't remember the conversation being weird. I don't. I, it was not weird. It was just such like a. Do you wash your face like every night? Oh, but no, I wash mine like every night. Sometimes in the morning, if I like, I feel like I didn't get my makeup off. Like just stuff like that. And then she, <laughs> she's in her office, and the door is open. I guess, and she comes out, and she goes like. You guys were like reading from a script, right? Because I was going to say, thank God that wasn't a real conversation. That's what she said. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what she said. When you entered in, I thought you were being yourself. But yeah, she goes like, thank goodness that wasn't a real conversation because I I was concerned for you two. And we were both kind of like, what? That We're like, it's, huh? I don't think we ever really answered because it was a weird question to start off. Mm-hmm. And then she's, and every time she talks to us, she's not talking in a mean way. It's the most passive aggressive and backhanded. I, I can't quite capture it because it's, it's nice. It seems like the tone is nice, but the words that are coming out, just there's a little tinge of like venom on them. Didn't she say something to you one day when it was just you in here? Not that I know of. I, I feel mean, like you texted me one day and said that she said something to you. I try not to talk to her. I want to be her friend, but she hates our guts. Like hates us. Like, and it's something about her demeanor. Like when we're in, we're in here and she's leaving, it's like she can't be bothered. She until 
the other day. Yeah, we were having a conversation about like what what was it? Blue laws. I was talking about blue laws, which is which are the laws that like businesses are closed. It's the AKA the Sunday laws. Um, if you're in the north, you don't have them. In the south, you know what the Sunday laws are. Businesses are closed. Like, you know, they're only open like certain hours on Sundays. And you say you know that you know what they are, but me living in the South my whole life, I didn't know what they were. But I you just know the stores that, are closed on Sundays. Yeah, and I just yeah. thought that's how the world worked. No. Because people that's need a how day. The South works. People need a day to rest, I thought. So I thought, you know, let them sleep in on Sunday a little bit. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's a church thing. Well, mm-hmm. you were talking about that. And then she like, from her office just openly continued the conversation with you. And screaming, she was like, it's an alcohol law too, which it is. And I was like, yeah, it is an alcohol law. Um, some counties are still under really heavy blue law when it comes to alcohol, and then some aren't. Um, and you did a great job at just continuing like this was a normal thing. Mm-hmm. But I shut down. Yeah, Aaron was like... <laughs> when she when she like started speaking to us, it was like I immediately was so aware... That she was, and I was from the beginning because I'm, and this is kind of relating, this is the topic that we're talking about today is I'm overly cautious of what people think about me. Like, I think overly self-aware, but to the extent where it's probably a bad thing. Because like, with, when you were trying to talk to me with her there and she was probably like, I don't know, like her office door is probably like two yards behind me mm-hmm. and I just I felt like I could not say anything because I and knew you didn't. I didn't really talk very much because wh- I knew whatever I said she was going to be very judgmental of it mm-hmm. she that's just I just get the feeling she she judges me so much because she does she doesn't like us and then oh she, she hates, came she out. doesn't like you more than me how do you know that oh I know that but how do you know that? That really I, bothers me. I know that because you don't care as much as I do. I'm very cautious about what I say when she's in earshot and you don't seem to care. She thinks that you are an airhead. Let's just be real about it. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm not saying it's true. But she's this professor. She's an English professor. Professor, Everything is very proper for her. And that's just not who you are. No. I'm the other way, pal. So... The other day when we were talking and she continued the conversation with you, as she was leaving, she goes, do you guys record like a radio show or something? And then you said- And then I say, no, it's a podcast. Oh, yeah. That's that's pretty much exactly what I asked. And, it- <laughs> and neither one of us knew how to answer. I, I was just like, that. I was like, I was like <laughs> yeah, that, but, I was like, but it's just not as high scale or like- And she's like, yeah, I mean, you know, old people like me would understand or something. I was kind of like- Yeah, like, I was like, oh, um, okay. And then she's like, yeah, I knew y'all did something because y'all were, like, really loud sometimes. She's like, like, you guys talk a lot. Yeah, she's like, you guys talk a lot. Like, the other day I had to close my door, but, like, it's No, she didn't say it like that. She goes, you guys talk a lot. And some days you talk a lot, a lot. And so, like, I, you know, but it's fine. I can just close my door. And then she laughed. And, like, that was the last thing she said and walked out. But but then she did. It was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. But like she was saying it like passive aggressively, like it's not really fine. I remember the moment I made eye contact with her. In that conversation, yeah, I made it dead red as soon as she walked out because I'm sitting right here. I make it a point to not 
look in your direction. I, I can't, I don't like being around people who don't like me. I can't handle it. And it's not that we don't like her. That's not like we try, like I wish that she liked me because it makes it awkward when we're in here and we know that she just hates us. Here's what we need to do. We need to come up with a system, right? Okay, what's our system? We need to be? tackle this head on. And I like today when when we were setting up to record, I came up mm -hmm. and she was coming up like she we were walking to the building and she was probably like three steps in front of me. So I legit just stopped and stood on the sidewalk <laughs> for a solid 30 seconds because she, I, she looked back and she saw me and I was riding my freaking board. Of all the people who see me riding my board, I thought she hates me. She thinks I'm a skater. She thinks I'm a scum. And so I just sat there and I pretended to do something on my phone and just let her go on. That way I didn't have to be as close to her. Oh my gosh. I can't. I can't. I don't. Well, speaking of that, do you think that people judge you for being a skater? Of course. Yeah. I mean. Do you get weird looks? Yeah. People look. Sometimes I like to imagine they're thinking, that looks fun. I wish I could be that cool. <laughs> I know nobody's thinking but that. Let's, okay. Do you judge a skater? Okay. Do you think that if you roll down your hill in a board and then somebody else came up behind you in roller skates, Oof. which one would be less cool? Rollerblading is so lame. <laughs> but why? You got to put so much into it. Like you literally <laughs> have to carry a change of shoes if you're going to rollerblade. <laughs> like literally... It's the most inconvenient way to travel on a college or, campus. Hear me out. Heelys. Heelys. Now, <laughs> <laughs> this might be an unpopular opinion, but I could get with Heelys. I wish that I knew how to use them. I think but that, is, that hill mm -hmm. that goes like. There's a steep hill that we have yeah. to go up and down like every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's challenging. I mean, it's not challenging, but in Heelys, it would be a breeze. You, you would have to be on a different level of social unawareness mm -hmm. to, to heal you around the campus. But do you think people would even pay that much attention? Like, wait, does he have Heelys? In my head, everybody does. In yeah, my I, head, because, well, I know that if I saw someone with Heelys, it would make me laugh, not because I was making fun of them, but because it would bring so much joy to my heart that someone so was wearing Heelys. It'd be so freaking awesome. Like, I would probably text you and be like, you would never guess what I just saw. Someone wearing Heelys. Dude, and like, I know exactly the kind of person it, it would be. They would be like the kind of person who has like long hair, um, a guy. Mm -hmm. He has his headphones in all the time. Not like not like earbuds, but mm -hmm. like headphones. Headphones, yeah. Headphones on, hood up, headphones over the hood. And he wears sunglasses when it's not sunny. That's the kind of person who does the Heelys. Okay, well that to me seems a little judgy. He's wearing a trench coat. He's wearing a trench coat. He's wearing a trench See, coat. In also. my brain, Healy wears and he trench coat wears are not together. Yes, but you gotta think about the there's a Venn diagram, okay? Of Healy wears and trench coat wears. And the intersection is people who wear Healy's and don't care what others think about it. Like, there are the people who wear Heelys and are proud, mm -hmm. and then there are people who wear Heelys and just don't freaking care. And then that's that's a sliver of people who would wear Heelys on a college campus. 
He's he, that would be the kind of person to say, I don't care what others think about me. But do you think that person does though? Has to. I has to. I think there's very I would think almost everybody cares what others think about them. Mm-hmm. I mean it's hard not to. I know that I do to such an extent that like I literally because I I I brought my board today to board around for mm-hmm. the convenience of getting the classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I had a couple of seconds where I was like maybe I'll just carry it. I don't know. Can I do this again? Can I get back on this? And you know what? I got on that board and I pushed did a couple of pushes and I was going down the hill. And I was like, oh, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Just zooming around campus. But I knew there was a guy specifically to my left that I thought, he's going to see me do this. What's he going to think? He might think that I'm a lame mm-hmm. He might think I mean- oh, I'm some freshman who's trying to be cool. The last thing I want people to think about Think of me as that I'm a freshman. Mm-hmm. That's not very cool or very cash money. It's, it's, it's so lame. Not baller at all to be a freshman. So I, I think like I care what people think about me because I like for everyone to like me. Like if do you remember when we had that class with Coleman and that girl did not like me and it drove me insane. <laughs> that was so. She awesome. literally she told one of our friends she was like. Can I say what happened? Yeah, I don't think it matters. So one, I love conspiracy theories. And one day we were talking about conspiracy theories. And the next day, someone comes up to me and is like, hey, watch this video. What turns out this girl (laughs) recorded our conversation was like, they are effing idiots. And then put it (laughs) on her story. And it was like the four of us. I think we talked about it with Taylor. It was us, uh, you, me, Gretchen, and Taylor. And we were all sat together. Uh, Tiara also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because she's the one that showed me the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, look what she said about us. Well, so, uh, someone, oh, someone else is in it. I don't want to say everybody's names, but well, someone can, else was given, in it. I mean, it's okay. Someone else was in it and they worked with the person and they said, hey, like I saw the video you put up of me, like that was not very cool. Yeah. And the girl verbatim goes, <laughs> I wasn't really talking about you. I just can't stand that blonde girl that sits on the wall. <laughs> Guess who was the blonde girl that sits on the wall? That and when you. when this girl told me that, that this the girl that recorded us said that, it made me so upset. I was like, I have to make her like me. Like, I have to. Right. And it's a I, compulsion. Yeah, I eventually did because I remember the last day of class, I said I was cold, and she tried to give me her jacket. <gasps> wow, she offered you an olive branch. Isn't mm-hmm. that what they say? Yeah. But I, that was after I. Well, she kissed. hated me too. Oh yeah, but she hated me way more than she hated you. She said she hated me. Yeah, she, she said didn't. I can't stand that blonde girl that sits and on the see, wall. I remember specifically then knowing, like it's like I feel like that her eyes watching us while it's, we were talking. She doesn't like you because that time you laughed at that video. You know why she originally not started liking me? It's because of the romp him. Oh yeah, yeah. We were talking about rompers. And then Coleman's like, today I learned about rompers. I said, oh, you also learned about romp hymns. And she goes, it's the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but romp him is the brand. And she was not understanding what I was saying. And I was like, here's the website. It is the brand name of the clothing. I'm and not that confrontational. 
I would I would probably have dropped it because I I can't I'm not I try to avoid confrontation probably in most cases like like when the the lady who doesn't like us um was talking to you the other day I just shut down I can't I I can't function when people are so when I know they hate me I just mm-hmm. can't it's like, really hard for me too bud back to this article right so not caring what others think about you, right? Like mm-hmm. there was like 10 reasons. It's not their life, so it's none of their business. It's like, okay, I mean, that's somewhat valid. They mm-hmm. don't know what's best for you. What's right for someone else may be completely wrong for you. Mm-hmm. It will keep you from your dreams. You're the one stuck with the end result. People's thoughts change on a regular basis. Number seven, life is simply too short. You reap what you sow. I don't really... Others don't care as much as you think, which is probably true. Others don't care quite as yeah, much as you think. That is um, true. The hard truth, it's impossible to please everybody. But my thing is, whether or not it's fair, people are going to judge you. Mm-hmm. I know that I judge people all the time. And I try not to for things they can't control. Mm-hmm. You know, like, although that I feel like leads to part of your personality also. Mm-hmm. Like I know that guys who are smaller, like myself, are gonna have a different personality than guys who are super athletic and like freaking built, jacked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like people who are more attractive are gonna live a different life mm-hmm. and have different opportunities than people who aren't. And it's like I don't to just say that. Oh, you know, just turn that function of your brain off. I just think that's unrealistic. I don't know. I think you have to understand it rather than just ignore it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty good about judging people. Like I, you, <laughs> obviously you can't stop like the initial, like right. when you judge someone initially, but you can be like, hold on, let's give this a try. Like let's, let's give this a go because, but you can't, it's something like you can't shut off. You can't make my, like your mind just like stop. Mm-mm. But it's like it's how you act after that is the main. Yeah. Now I try to always give people the benefit of the uh, the doubt. I'm very, I try to be a generally positive person. Mm. With with when okay yes when it comes to myself I'm more negative, but with others and with assuming others' intentions I yeah. usually assume good that's intentions. What, gosh, that's what gets me. I always assume that everyone is good. And it's so hard for me in my brain to believe that people can be bad. Do you think that lady who hates you is bad? No. Why do you think she hates us so much? I don't know. I, I think just, she takes herself tell, very seriously. And I we just don't. think it's because she doesn't get it. I just think it's just because, like, if I showed her, like, a meme that I thought was funny, she'd be like, okay. Oh, and that's honestly, maybe I'm wrong on this. But to me, what it comes down to is do we have a similar um, comedy style, like a similar, what what do you call it, sense of humor? Like, Allie, I legit will keep in my head a tally of like, who in the classroom have I made laugh? I know. I literally like, there's this one girl I was telling Tori, uh, again, my fiance, um, and she cheers, they cheer together. And I was like, Oh, yeah, her. Yeah, I've only made her laugh one time. And I could tell you the joke that it was. Because, like, I, if I can make somebody laugh, I instantly feel so much more comfortable around them. 
I mean, that's pretty cool. I I don't quite understand why, but I know that's the way I work. And so, like, in every classroom, once I've reached the threshold where I've made most people laugh, then I start to feel comfortable. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, if I if that's a crutch or... Yeah. If if people aren't laughing with me, then I feel like they're probably laughing at me mm-hmm. and judging me. So you me. like to control the laughter. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a sense of control. I think it is because you love control. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good time to switch topic. What? Yeah, I'm, I just, I have such a like, I cannot stand for anyone to perceive me in a negative light because then you know that they go around, they tell people like, oh, I don't like that girl. And what if that person's never met you? So the first time they meet me, they already have a negative perception of me in right. their brain. Like that bothers me so much. I wonder about that often. I'm, I'm like, not... and one thing that I cannot stand, like I don't, I don't really care about what people think about me and like things that I do, like, because I'm really, you know, I'm really goofy and I don't care if anybody knows that I'm goofy. Like, and I don't really get embarrassed that much anymore because I do so many embarrassing things. It just, you're, you just kind of get, Okay. To, yeah. Immune to it. Yeah. But I think one of the worst things that anyone can say about me is that I'm mean or that I'm a B word or like that. Like I, that bothers me so much for someone to like say that I am a mean person. Like I cannot. Can you think of specifically examples? Like for me, like with things like this, it's like the examples are like ingrained in my head. Mm-hmm. Are you the same way? I mean, yeah, like there's like that girl in our class. Um, But I don't think there's many people that think that I'm mean. And some like a lot of people before they meet me when they just see me or like have seen me on social media, like pictures of me or something, they say, before I met you, I thought you were going to be a B word or I thought you were going to be really rude. Right. So why is that, you think? I don't know if it's my face. I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't know. But I've so many people have told me that they thought that I was going to be like, based off of like your social media based off of how I look on social media and based off like because I used to you know like dress nice for class and I don't know if it's because I don't know but they were just it's a public perception you think like do most people see who people who who look more perfect as meaner because I do when like sometimes it but it just it just depends I think I find a, attractive people more intimidating Mm-hmm. I, everybody does and there's no reason for that right Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I definitely find them more intimidating though I would can if I had to rate myself I'd probably be like six if I had to rate myself right now I'd be probably a five but if I rate myself on a day where I look nice I'd be like a seven or eight I think I think seven's a healthy number I think most people healthy people would probably say seven I wanted to say seven, but I don't want to sound braggy. I, I don't be, think I look nice right now. But I just I want to be slightly like, above average. Yeah, I think on days where I... Yeah, Do attractive try. people call themselves nines? Probably not, right? I would say most don't. No. But there's just like... The thing is like... People are attracted to so many different things. So there's someone out there that thinks like... That you are the best looking person ever. But then there's someone out there that's like, that is the ugliest person I've ever seen. Like, because that's just, people are attracted to different things. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. 
like celebrity crushes there's some guys that i'm like oh my gosh this this man is so handsome and then people are like what is wrong with you he's disgusting and you guys have different tastes like just in general probably mm-hmm. yeah so it's like a consistent thing not just a mm-hmm. outlier and it's not even like i've heard people say that they aren't attracted to like zach efron which i thought Everybody thought he was handsome. Like, how could you not? <laughs> right. But then I have like a crush on Post Malone. I can get people saying like, well, he's gross. Post Malone's a little uh, homely. He's a but little. But I think that he's handsome. I think so, he's funny. And that's what, ma- that's in how my brain works. If, if I meet someone and then they can be the most beautiful person ever and they are rude, it's something in my brain wires different, and every time I see them, I can't think that they're pretty or like handsome. That like sounds it, like a goodish thing. But then there's someone that, like, if I first meet them and I'm like, you know, oh, they're okay, and they're like a really great person, they just get so much more attractive in my brain. Right, that makes sense. What? Okay, what? When people are thinking about you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What are the things you want them to think about you? For thinking about me, that I'm like, nice. Specifically, I'll, like. Even if you're not having a conversation, you're walking to class. Do you mm-hmm. think about it? Like, what are people thinking about you? I think that one thing that bothers me is like, I know sometimes I walk crooked and I hope people don't notice it. <laughs> what? what do you mean you walk crooked? Have you never noticed it? You mean like you have like your legs aren't the same length? No, I just sometimes like can't walk in a straight line. Oh, you zigzag. And like I, my feet do this thing. Have you never noticed it? No, I guess not. Okay, good. Then we're cruising. But I really hope that people don't notice that I walk crooked sometimes. Um, I don't want people to be like, ooh, she's ugly. Or like, ooh, she's fat. Right. But like this shirt, for example, I lost a good bit of weight before, when I got after I got this. So it just looks huge on me. Okay. Is that, so, so it's a good thing or I a mean, bad thing? I guess, but now it doesn't look good on me because it's like too big to the point where it looks like it's swallowing me. Right. So, but... I don't know. Like, I don't want people. I think when I'm going down, I want people to think like, that guy seems fun. Yeah, that's what I like. He seems nice and fun. The last thing I want is, man, that dude's lame. Yeah. He he thinks he's cool, but he's not. That's the last thing I think I want. Like, you know what? You know when you see someone and you're just like, whew, they've had a long day. Yeah. I don't want people to think about me and see that, but I know they do because people have told me that. Like, (laughs) Okay, yeah. When the Klondike used to be a thing, the one of the ladies came up to me. She came around the counter to she pulled me aside. She said, Are you okay? Mm, and I said, I'm fine. And she said, You've lost so much weight. She's like, and you don't look healthy. She's like, Have you been eating enough? And I said, No. I, it was near finals. Okay. And she was like, You just don't look good. I'm worried about you. She's like, You need to come start here and like eating more. She's like, Are you stressed? And like I don't know if it was because, like, my eyes were sunken in or what, but she was like, you look rough. <laughs> I was like, thanks a freaking lot. <laughs> right, which is the last thing you want to hear. It's nice she was doing that. Yeah, and she meant it in the, like, she's like a grandma, like, the nicest way possible. Yeah. Like, she was worried. But to me, I was like, oh, my God, do I look like a POS? Right. Because So I think... My point in all this is, is then knowing that people are already going to do that, you might as well take advantage of it, right? You know what I mean? Like, it, whether it's you think it's fair or not, or people should or shouldn't do it, 
-hmm. it seems like the vast majority of people are going to do it, at least initially. So my thought process is, might as well take advantage of it. Okay. Give me an example. When I, I like to look, I don't dress up for school. But But you look nice every day. You wear the same thing every single day, just in a different color or (laughs) flip-flopped. Right, because here's the conundrum is I like to look nice, but I have a very few specific set of things that I like to wear, and I don't like to spend a lot of time on it. So I probably have a list of like five outfits, seven outfits. His color scale, he's like the olive greens, the grays, the whites, black, and denim. I got that. I got some salmon stuff. I like. Oh to yeah, do, that one hoodie and that other hoodie with the. Yep. Yeah, that's color. I kind of like to keep it mostly keep, neutral. Yeah. And then just some one sort of color or whatever. But your color is always kind of like the same spectrum of the color wheel. Probably. What or does like that say about idea. me though? What does it say? Would you ever wear like a bright blue? I used to a lot because I have blue eyes, so mm-hmm. I tend to get compliments when I wear blue because people say (laughs) which makes me feel uncomfortable not that all the time it makes me feel uncomfortable but it's kind of like I feel like when I say it it's not uncomfortable because I'm like oh this filter makes your eyes look bluer because I don't say it in a way to like compliment you I just say it as a fact it's like when I'm like sitting close to somebody and then they say like your eyes look so blue right now (laughs) and then I go like thank you and I kind of like, I feel like I want to scoot my chair a little bit farther away so they don't look at me quite as hard. I love when people tell me my eyes look blue. I'm just what do like, you do then after they say that? Like, like I immediately kind of want to like cave in a little bit. Well, my, the country accent comes out. I'm like, oh, thank you. And then you like, then you want to make more eye contact. No, I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like. Open your eyes real wide and like lift up your eyebrows a little bit. Let them, let them gaze in. Uh, sometimes, like, if they keep going, I'll get uncomfortable and be like, well, I mean, they might look nice, but they give me a lot of problems because blue eyes are the worst. Because they are. Do they? Are your blue eyes the reason that when I walk outside, I sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that? You ever heard that? That's not the craziest thing I've ever said. That is insane no no that's real no it's not that's freaking real when you walk outside you sneeze when it's real sunny that's because of pollen idiot no no it's sunniness check this out why do i sneeze when i walk out it's like and into the sun into the sun this is a real thing Allie. what blue eyes Check this out. The are more sensitive to light. sneeze, also known as, I'm not going to do that, um, syndrome and colloquially sun sneezing is a reflex condition that causes sneezing in response to numerous stimuli, looking at bright lights or... So it would be because you're blue-eyed, because blue eyes are a lot more sensitive to light than any other eye. And that's what I've heard. I When I drive... Almost all the time I wear sunglasses. Yeah, I cannot drive. Even if, do you know what the worst is? It's cloudy. Cloud. When it's cloudy. cloudy. Yeah. yeah. And when people it, don't understand that that aren't blue-eyed. Like, is, that, it's, is that a blue-eyed thing or is that yes, just Yes, it's a blue-eyed thing because there is sun, like if it's overcast, the sun is reflecting off the clouds, making it harder on our eyes. It's so, I hate it, it when hurts. it's just slightly cloudy. It hurts so yeah. bad. No, I, I wear sunglasses 
regardless when do I drive. Do you get like headaches? Will it eventually give you a headache? Mm, not driving. I get headaches from like the air pressure. Okay. When it's going to like, mm-hmm. I get headaches when it's about I to know, rain. I know when it's going to storm. <laughs> Like in a, that's what southern people say they're like my leg my my, fall, my false knee started acting up it's about to be a big one you got people in your town that do stuff like that yes your, that's so cool you live in such a cool place holy crap i didn't realize what this acronym was what's the acronym the thing that i skipped over it's a chew syndrome <laughs> i'm not even joking a-c-h-o-o atas don't even try it. Osmol compelling helioophthalmic outburst. That seems like they tried so hard to make it say <laughs> a chew. <laughs> that didn't just happen. Somebody really worked on They're that like, one. We have to make it say a chew. <laughs> so, what the heck? How did we get here? I don't know, but I'm glad we did. That was so interesting. My point is when the clothes I wear, what does that say about me? I want them to say that, like... Can I tell you what you I always think that you look like? Sure. I mean, I've yeah, that's, that's kind of the point. You look like, and I mean this in a nice way, like the Instagram popular Christian guys. That would... I mean, that's probably pretty accurate, right? Like the Christian guys, like, go to Passion, talk on stage, and they're like the youth, like... And I'm not super... I mean, a lot of those guys I don't really care for, but... yeah. But that's how, like, especially when you wear that one pair of shoes. But they all wear, like, the shoes, tight pants, a little bomber jacket, and, like, a... That's what I'm wearing today, actually. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly, yeah. Um, I roll my pants on the bottom. Yep. You know, up in Uptown, Charlotte, mm-hmm. that's common. Yeah, very. Wing at University, I'm the only person I know who does that. What? I mean... Cut, no, a lot of people cuff their pants. A lot of fellas? Yeah, a lot of fellas. I would say maybe 5%. A lot of American men don't. You're right. You're so right. I didn't even think Europeans about that. Europeans dress so nicely. That like why they, do they? Because it's a culture thing there. You don't like you don't walk out of your house wearing sweatpants in Europe a lot of times. I remember they were, there was one guy at a party telling me he was like it baffles me when I'm here and people will wear sweatpants on a night out like going out in sweatpants to like party or mingle yeah he was like i could he was like i could never ever do that that's that's the american thing right that's Mm -hmm. like be who you want to be do what you want to do don't worry what anybody else thinks and then that leads to like that i remember i can't remember somebody from europe uh who was telling me they were like i'm so surprised that americans wear workout clothes when they aren't working out Mm mm-hmm and to, that blew my mind for a second because I was like, I Yeah, athleisure is a thing here. I never even thought about that. We do. I mean, I don't. I feel very uncomfortable. I can't leave the house in like athletic shorts. Oh, well, I'm wearing leggings right now. See, we got different standards. I, I couldn't come to school in sweatpants. But here's the thing. When I commuted, I didn't do it. When I commuted that year, I dressed up every day because I would like leave my house. But when I live here, it just feels like I'm walking into like my backyard. To that go is true. To That's class. kind of different there. Yeah. Well, I, there are some athletes in one of my classes that were talking about. They're like, one of the guys was like, they just don't understand people who don't who don't play sports. I just roll out of bed and then just come in my sweats. And I didn't really 
get that as a, I mean, I guess I can understand that, but that is true. A lot of athletes that just wear sweats all the Mm -hmm. time. And they always have their number on them and they say wing it and then it'll say wing it, their sport and their number number. But like you have to realize they're getting up at the butt crack of dawn, going to workouts and going to class and they have like group meetings and then they have to do their homework at night. So they end up going to bed really late and it's just like a cycle. That's true. I think that in itself, though, is their statement. It's I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. That's what they're that, you know, that's what, like it's not mm-hmm. it's not they don't care. Yeah, it's it's intentionally to let you know that they are an athlete. Mm-hmm. And see, like to me, I feel like like if you made a pie chart of like what my brain it, it focuses on, mm-hmm. I would say there's probably an irresponsible amount dedicated to how socially aware people are and like what I think like people say things in class and I go like what do they think that we think about that mm-hmm. and I go like how could you say something like that and not wonder what others think of you after saying that kind of comment like yes there are some people I'm like there's no way that when you said that you knew somebody in the terms and be like what the like right <laughs> right and so like and honestly, truly, like, I feel like this is a lot of the reason that I and not a small percentage of people enjoy The Office, the show The Office. And I, I think the last thing the world needs probably is another communications uh, film student talking about why The Office is so great. But, but I'll, I mean, I love The Office. I'll give it a go for a second. I feel like among all the other things they did right is they set up situations where you have your socially aware person, Jim, and you have the people who are completely unsocially aware, uh, Dwight and Michael, right? Mm-hmm. And the way they convey that Jim is so socially aware is every time he makes that eye contact with the camera. Like, you know, and the funny thing isn't when Dwight or Michael does the funny thing, because generally that thing is just kind of like off putting. You're just kind of like, Whoa. It makes you uncomfortable, right? And then, and then once Jim makes the eye contact with you, the viewer through the camera, that's the relief right there. That's like somebody else gets it. This mm-hmm. is weird, mm-hmm. and that's why, like, so often in the classroom, like when people make weird comments, like I talked about with the the NASCAR thing, I immediately look around to see like who the heck picked up on that. <laughs> no one. No, and when nobody does, I feel so like isolated, like. Like I'm crazy, but it's the it's the eye contact that's it's just like changed so much. I remember thinking of it like years ago as like levels mm-hmm. of like conversations. Like there's the surface level of what you're saying, and then there's another level of like what it actually means. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Tori gets mad at me for or she gets on to me for like <laughs> making fun of people to their face. Which sounds worse. That sounds real bad, right? People who are so unaware mm-hmm. and so cocky yeah, are my least favorite kind of people. Same. But I love to be around them in a way that if they are being like so overly cocky and like everybody can see through it, mm-hmm. but they don't realize that, then it's my responsibility to ag them on. I do that all the time and I love to do it in a way where they just don't realize like that I'm 
Exactly. And I'm not doing it to be mean. I'm just doing it more so to like pick their brain and just like, and other people realize what's going on. Exactly. And that's what my theory was with like the different levels. Like you are then talking to that person and they think one thing is happening, but then other people in the room realize what's really happening. Like Mm -hmm. I tell you people like they're specific. Here's a specific example. There's one person in my classes, I won't say who it is because it's not necessarily a knock on them, but it's, I just don't mesh well with it. It's like the people who, if somebody says something and like, they don't really have a whole lot to add to the conversation, they'll do things like, I also think that, you know what I mean? And then people just kind of sit there and like, thanks, (laughs) thanks bud. Like, (laughs) and so when he, when he does that, then I will tag on even after that being like, I too believe that. I'm with you, man. I, I also agree with that easy statement to agree with. Because that's what makes the day fun for me. It's, it's just toying with people's brains. And is, does that, is that the kind of thing that makes me a bad person? I don't think you're a bad person. But do you? But you want people to like you, though. And so like that's your thing, right? You for want sure. people to like you. So no, you're not a bad person because you have that desire for people to think positively of you. Well... Yeah, I mean, but I think I'm I'm using people to get there. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. making fun of that person. Essentially, mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But and just like in the office, you know, there's the the whole tribe of people that are like Jim's a jerk. Jim's terrible. I don't get it. People that think that Jim's bad. Well, when you look at what he does, he pranks Dwight, mm-hmm. and Dwight doesn't get it, and he continuously pranks him. But the people, the reason you you laugh with Jim is because Dwight deserves it. Yeah, that's for what sure. you think. Like Dwight is a jerk, and that's that's the idea. He's trying to be something he's not. You know, the idea of his character is that he's lame, but pretends to be cool. And then the later seasons, they kind of make him cool, which kind of destroys his character. But that's the idea: is he's somebody who's trying to pretend pretend to be what he's not, and he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. And that's why you laugh with Jim. And so in a way, I I think the mature, the most mature thing to do would be to let that stuff slide. But probably, and something I don't really want to give up quite yet is just being a, immature enough to play with it. Is yeah. that? So if you feel like you were in the office setting, you think you would be Jim? I think everybody's supposed to identify with Jim. Okay. The people who don't like The Office, I feel like, are people who are the Dwights or Michaels. I mean, and that's not entirely true. Mm-hmm. But the people who really well, like... Well, can I tell you something? One time I took a personality test and um, a campaigner, and Michael Scott, the character, is also a campaigner. Once I did the same personality test on him. Okay, yeah. So apparently, mine and Michael Scott's personalities are very similar. See, but Michael Scott... He wouldn't. He would think he's some other personality. Yeah. You know, oh, what no, I mean, he like, would have no idea that that was him. He would definitely be like, "No, I'm completely different. I'm kind of this really cool, rugged kind of guy." You know, and so that's that. That's the point. All the, the the basis of the comedy of the show. The reason it's so great is because it's so relatable. It's all these boring office things that happen, and then finding the moments that it's like, "Hold up, what did you just say?" Can we? <laughs> Can we focus on that for a second? The fact that you just put that out there. Mm-hmm. 
Somebody said this before, and it's kind of true. The Office, if it was aired today, would not survive in this political climate. No, like no if way. it the first episode, the first season aired right now, it would, it would not go well. Mm-mm. No, especially as Michael gets edgier and, mm-hmm. well, I guess he starts off. He starts off a, as a douche. Yeah. Can I say that? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Well, I don't think there's any rules. Have you ever heard the Call Our Daddy Girls? They say all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah, but they're explicit podcast. Well, if we can find out if I can say douche, and if I can't, then we'll just bleep it out. We could just cut it out. Look, I got in trouble for the last episode. Why? <laughs> I told you. I was like, my mom's not going to like it, Allie. Did you say the... Did you actually say it? Did you leave it in there? I don't remember. I left. I said one bad word that episode, and what I was bleeped it? it. The B word. And you bleeped it? And I bleeped it. And what'd she say? She was disappointed in me. She said, Aaron, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. And to me, it's like, I get it. To that, can I tell you something? Going back to the judgment thing and how people feel about you, the words, I'm disappointed in you, that sits with me so badly. Yeah. It tears me to pieces. I had a professor one time tell me he was disappointed in me and I had to walk out of his office because I was crying. Like I, like I couldn't look at him anymore. I was like, I had to get up, say I have to go. And then I was crying as soon as my foot left his door. So that's probably for you. That's like the last thing you want for people to think about you. To that think that, that you disappoint them. That I'm, they're disappointed at me and me are mad at me. That is the two like biggest... They had ever. certain expectations for you and you let them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It tears me like it will keep me up at night if I think someone's mad at me. The way my mom meant it to me was just a, we don't talk like that. And say what you want. Call us whatever the heck you want. I mean, you know, like sheltered or whatever. To me, I feel like I'm not scared of the words. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like as a kid, I would be like, oh. But now it's like, I would rather just, if I can make the conscious decision to not, then I feel like it gives my personality a cleaner look. You know what I mean? Like, I would rather be that, you know what I mean? Like, I would rather the things I do be available for all people. And so to be honest, I do feel a little bit bad for the last episode. I I, like, literally, I feel a little guilty. I don't think you should feel very guilty. And it's because not that I feel guilty. I know, but I thought about it and it's like, is that the kind of content I want to make? But you were quoting someone. I know. That's the thing. You weren't saying it. You were quoting someone that else's said. But I was it. aligning that... myself exactly what I said to you when you were doing you asked me about the uh TikTok that had the bad word in it. And I was like, if you want to be associated with people who say that kind of thing, then feel free. And so to be honest, I feel a little bit guilty, which is probably what she wanted. But and I don't feel guilty because she said that. I felt guilty before that. I just. Well, you knew she was going to say it. I knew she was going to be. But a, if she wouldn't have said anything, do you think you would still feel guilty? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I would. I mean, that made me feel worse for sure. Mm-hmm. But to me, I mean, that's and that gets down right to the core of this. It's just. That's not necessarily the public image I want to put out of myself. Okay. But I under- that's that, understandable. That is the honest image. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not putting on a filter, I don't feel scared to say bad words. But to do so in a public setting, I think, 
it's like you don't care as much. Right. And my my whole point is I want to care. You know what I mean? Because like whether or not people are going, whether or not you want people to judge you, they are going to. Mm-hmm. And so while you have the option to, you should use that to your advantage. Yeah. But it's also weird how like that's a thing here. But also not like when I was in South Africa, cursing there is just so normal. They're like, so when you're like, if you go to a church in South Africa right. and they drop the F-bomb, don't gasp or think it's weird. It's, it's a normal word there. Do they think of anything differently, though, if people don't? Like, do they would they notice if you didn't? Like, in so, in middle school, I remember I didn't curse because my parents would, wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I was self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. But now it's more of just a... Just because I don't really want to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that to be my my image. And so I don't feel nearly as self-conscious about it because it's more, I guess, maybe because it's my choice. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think people care as much. Like, in middle school, people would be like, whoa, bud, you don't curse? You know what I mean? Like, are you cool or not? Because if you curse, you're cool. Well, here's an example. Like, I curse. Right. I don't say like I curse a lot, but like I will like say a bad word now and again. But I, I don't know why, but I hate when you do it, and you know this probably because that's just that's not what I. Well, and honestly, and you know, and any time like you've ever even said anything remotely close to a bad word, I'm like, Aaron, stop! It's making my ears hurt. And I would say, the few times I have, it was for that reaction because I think that's hilarious. It's breaking your expectations of me. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's why you get so <laughs> I get so tore out of frame about it. Yeah, like it makes me hurt. Like when you say a bad word, it like makes my like I tense. Which is the funny part for me, and that's and that's ultimately why I did it on the last podcast. I don't want to make it seem like it's a bigger deal than it is. No, it's not a big deal. But I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And I, I want it to be like, my mom doesn't like it when I do it, so therefore I don't. Because that's not what it is. I mean, that's the values that they instilled in me, probably. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that makes sense. But it's not like... I don't feel bad like that my mom knows I said that word. Yeah. You know what I mean? like yeah. I think if it wasn't a public... You feel guilty that somewhere now that anyone can access, there is footage of you saying a curse word. Exactly. Okay, I understand that. It wouldn't be... I don't think I would feel like... And I think that was more of her point. And we didn't talk long about it because I kind of shut down with it. I was kind of like, you know, with the disappointing thing, it's like, well, it happened. So, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did it, so... Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Like... with the the podcasting specifically, the trick to it, right, is making the experience feel like it's just you and me and a listener. You right. know what I mean? Like, so it feels like an intimate conversation when in reality, it's more of a public thing because it's going out to multiple listeners. Anybody who wants to could. And so if I was up on a stage, right, there's no way I would have done it. Okay. I understand that. It's just more of a, it's exactly like you said, the fact that it's now documented somewhere, you know.
But Aaron no. Horner said a wordy dirt in our last <laughs> episode. If you guys missed our last episode and you want to hear Aaron cuss, um, you can hear the very first part of it before you bleep it. Well, yeah, he bleeped it. So it's really, you don't even hear a curse it's, word. But if you want to hear Aaron bleep, I, I feel like, and this is the part of me that's so concerned about what people think. I think people are going to now listen to this part and they'd be like, what? Who freaking cares that you said the B word? Who cares? <laughs> oh my gosh, what a lame like it's not that important and you know i mean like people think like why the heck do you care so much about this Mm -hmm. but it's just a public perception thing okay that makes sense i guess that's that's we're getting close to time so i I think that's about where we should wrap it if you have any closing thoughts no i just think that it's an interesting conversation to dive into like what people think of like Think about us, why they think that, and should we care? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, like, you can't help but care. And even when people say that they don't care, most of the time they do. Yeah, I think because that's that's the image. Like, now in itself, that's like, the image Tori they Like, Tori was want. here, and she was saying there is a threshold. Like, you should care to a certain point, but then you should stop caring. And there are people that let what other people think of them control their entire life. Right. I'm like, not that bad. No, I don't think you Unless are. someone's mad at me. Then I, and then I shut down. But, like, I can't, like, I still, you know how I'm loud and extroverted and, you know, do whatever. But I think, yeah, it's important to break out of that, which is, like, with my stupid board, that example, like, for me to, and this is another thing I feel self-conscious even talking about because I know people are going to be like, who cares that you write a board? Like, what what is the big deal? But to me, it's like a, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's such a social because you see the looks and heard the things that other people say about people that ride boards. And it, just like you said back in the first episode or whatever, when you first met me, you thought of me as... The kid with the skateboard. The kid with the skateboard. I've heard people say things like that to me. And they talk to Tori. They're like, oh, you date that kid with the skateboard, right? And it's like, that's not what I want. And so that... that <laughs> <laughs> he was a skater boy. She right. said, see you later, boy. So he wasn't good enough for That's her. like one of the last things I want. But I'm trying to get past that and ignore that. And even like it influences like the board that I pick. Like I pick bright colored ones. That way I don't seem like I'm trying to be so grunge. Mm-hmm. I rather... I want almost everything about me to contradict the fact that I'm a skater. But here the thing is, is like penny boards were really popular a couple of years back. That's good. So maybe people like them. But like they were popular like on Tumblr. Tumblr? Yeah. I like, forgot that exists. Like in middle school, people would like buy penny boards and like. Yep. And now it's not that cool. But so then I feel the need to like dress in a way and have a board in a way that contradicts like it outweighs the skaterness of it. Mm-hmm. I want people. I would rather people be confused about who I am rather than just write me off as a skater. Zeke and Luther. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you at least you don't wear knee pads. Yeah, and that's a true. Helmet. Knee pads and a helmet, which is in the way that because that was one of the TikToks I did. Right. Yeah. The way that skaters look at me is I got the knee pads and the helmet. I got all my pads up, and I'm a goody two shoes Disney character. That's the way that people think of me when I'm talking about not cursing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, while we're wrapping, you said there was something that you wanted to say about the last episode. What was it? That was it. Oh, the cursing thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be something else. Uh-uh. No, that was it. But I didn't know if I wanted to do that on the podcast or after. 
Because I didn't know if I wanted to bring up the fact that my mom was disappointed. <laughs> Mindy's the best. Do you think she's disappointed in me? You want me? I mean, yeah, yeah, honestly, yes, yes, yes yeah, she is. Yeah. Okay. Well, for what? She just doesn't agree with that kind of language. Well, Mindy, I know you're listening to this, and I will try to have a better mouth. Now, here's what I want to know. Do you mean that, or are you... Yes. If I, did, if I didn't mean it, I wouldn't have said it. But I don't think, like, I curse a ton, and I don't think I've cursed on the podcast. That's, you've almost done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. You said three in a row, and then I bleeped them all out because you were like, oh, I want to go bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> oh, I bet Mandy did not like that. She didn't like that at all, I don't think. <laughs> oh, no. But here's my thing. Like, do you care? Like, Yeah, I don't care if your mom doesn't like me. So is that going to make you stop cursing in public ways, but not... You know, with your friends, like, that's not going to change anything. But see, here's the thing. Like, if I curse, I normally don't realize that I do it. Yeah, it's a habit. Well, It's, it's just, just part of your vocabulary. I mean, yeah. But, I like, I don't ever, like, curse, like, when I'm around kids or, like, when I'm out or, like, with certain, you know, like. You have a I'm filter. If I'm with someone that says a curse word, I'm more likely to say a curse word. But I don't curse a lot with you. I'm very fascinated by that how easy it is for people to switch like that like like when i worked at the radio station you can't you can't curse on the radio there's like a couple of words you can but for the most part it's pretty strict i was surprised how easy it is for all everybody to switch it off for the radio i think just in general people are pretty good about that and i'm i'm very fascinated by that mm -hmm. well i think that really wraps up what we wanted to talk about today i think so so moving on Oh, and the comedy thing. I wrote a joke for this week. Um, I'm it it's bad. So okay. we'll we're gonna push that till next week. We're running low on time anyways. So we'll push that till next week. Um, um but oh let me cut you off. No, but you're next okay. week our episode's gonna be we're gonna be like tackling questions. Questions such as can you beat yourself up? What makes something funny? It's questions that I often have and love to debate in my head, and then you do in the same way. So um, something, something kind of like that. Hopefully, a little bit lighter, a little more funny. But also, yeah. I mean, and the idea of it is there are questions that are stupid, but when you get down to the root of them, are more um, thought provoking than they seem on the surface. So that's the idea. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So if you enjoyed this kind of episode, it's kind of it's a little different, a little more free flowing. Um, if you have any feedback for us or thoughts on it, uh, hit us up at Falling Pies on Instagram. And uh, we'll be happy to hear from you there because we want some some feedback on this because I'm, I'm slightly nervous about the way this went, but hopefully people enjoy it because I, mm -hmm. I, this is the kind of stuff I like doing. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next Monday. Bye. See ya. <laughs>